0: Hey ladies and gents, and welcome to the Controlled Interest Gamecast, where we talk about video games and everything happening in the industry, episode 104. I am your host, Jared White. Alongside me, as always, is Jordan.
1: Jared, it's great to see you again back on the podcast. How are you doing today? Uh, doing good. I like I like that I said, as always, and you weren't here last week, but, you know,
0: most of the time. Right, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. And,
1: yeah, I'm still trying this new uh, introducing Jared thing that I'm doing.
0: Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um... It's weird saying my last name. I don't say yours or Dom's last name just because I don't know if, A, you guys are comfortable with it, you know? And I just don't like saying people's full names in general. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm
1: comfortable with it. If I'm having shit on the internet, you know, that's, it's kind of goofy to think that that's not going to be a, a well, Plus, thing, you know? your plus,
0: uh, your name has very good alliteration to it, so just, I think it's yeah, a pretty good name to say. I don't know if I'm a fan of that part. Yeah, that, the alliteration? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, the funny thing is is that my entire, my media family, so me and my mom, my dad, and my sister all have first names that start with J, and I don't think it was a thing that was planned necessarily, because my name wasn't initially going to be Jared, it was going to be something else, um, and it just ended up being Jared, so like, yeah, my sister's name is Jasmine, and my mom's name is Julie, and my dad's name is James, so it's all J's. Um, but nice. it, the the traditional, like, weird family stuff ends there. Like, we don't all have, like, the same middle initial or anything, you know. Uh, Quite a which bunch. Which is good. Yeah. Um, in terms of what we've been playing, um, pretty, I want to say a slow week for me because I was able to get in some gaming, but not as much as I wanted to, unfortunately. Um, so I really wanted to start Rise of the Tomb Raider this week because I wanted to, I want to play that game and finish it before the new one comes out. But I'm not going to be getting same. the new one necessarily at launch, but... Same. I'm still planning on playing it right before it comes out, oh. um, before the Gauntlet of the Fall with Spider-Man and everything else. Um, Spider-Man.
1: So what I didn't is that? have. Uh huh. September seventh. September seventh. Yeah. 20s? September seventh, okay, and then
0: two weeks later on my birthday is the Spyro Remaster. So it's just like nice. one after another. Uh, yeah, so I didn't get a chance to play that, but I did get a chance to play more Octopath Traveler. You were not on last Ooh. week, but I was talking about how I started it, got ten minutes in, and then I just got busy with everything else and I wasn't able to get back to it. Luckily Ooh. this week I was able to put in, like, two more hours. Um, first up, before I start, did you get, did you pick up Octopath?
1: No, I've, I'm definitely waiting on it. It's kind of like you were talking about with Tomb Raider, which I'm also like with Tomb Raider. But, <laughs> uh... I'm certainly gonna play it though I'm, yeah I'm I got plenty of games to play and, exactly uh, it's I'm sure it's great is it so great?
0: I'll get to that uh, and the short answer yes <laughs> that was a weird like lead-in of like I'll tell you how bad it is later um, I told uh, Dom last week that I was actually sitting there debating of getting Captain Toad's treasure tracker or octopath right word. Captain Toad is a game that I never had a chance to play. It's a game I'm super interested in and I've wanted to buy ever since I, they they announced that it was going to get ported. I wasn't going to spend $100 in a day, especially when I'm going to be having to make a big purchase like the PS4 here in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of being responsible, obviously, with my expendable income. So I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to purchase. And for me, I was like, here's the thing. It's not necessarily the zeitgeist of talking in the moment about Octopath being out, but I've... I've waited for so long for Octopath since that announcement that the urge to play it the day it came out was more more for me than the urge to get Captain Toad right away, if that made sense. Like, I could have easily yeah. waited for a sale, but since I was going to buy a game, and I already made up my mind I was going to buy one of them, that's the one that I just felt I wanted to play more, and it's perfectly fine. Um, yeah. And I didn't want to go and buy Captain Toad and then be like, this is great, I'm having a great time, but now I have to kind of wait for Octopath, you know, or, so... I'm still kind of that way with not having Captain Toad, but it is what it is. It's a game that came out years ago, I can wait a little bit longer. Um, So I've been playing Octopath, I actually started with Cyrus Albright. Obviously there's eight different characters you can choose, and I started with Cyrus, and he's the Scholar. And the reason I chose him is because his battle ability is uh, to point out weaknesses. So he can point out weaknesses of enemies. And I thought that's very important, very huge. Like knowing the weaknesses of the people you're battling is very important are all, to like the
1: way are all the battle whatever like are all those special powers stat related? Um What do you mean like uh for each individual c- character? <clears throat> so you're those saying like some of them actually like inflict damage that special uh, power that you Good you're question. About?
0: I don't know. I didn't I don't know. That's a very good question. I've only started with him, and his doesn't. Stumped, yeah. Yeah. Um, and his out-of-battle ability is scrutinize, so he basically pulls information out of people, um, which is really, really okay. good. And uh, his story's really cool. So, I don't know, are you going to start with Cyrus when you eventually get it?
1: There's eight, eight different have, characters. No, I, I have, Yeah, I have not looked at the characters at all. I'll probably just wait till I jump in.
0: So this isn't spoiler at all. It's at the very beginning of the game. But the way his starts is that you work at this place that's basically the grand archives right you work at this you you're a scholar scholar. yeah you're a scholar in this city of knowledge and basically what happens is you find out that there's an ancient tome in the local in the (laughs) library and that you didn't know was there so you go to you know rent it out and you find out that somebody had stolen it and this is a cool part is you get to the I don't know if it's specifically for him but he's very good at deducing things and Sherlock Holmes is like one of my favorite fictional characters so you get a little bit of that Sherlock Holmes vibe of figuring out who stole the tome and there's actually like when you finish it who and there's, stole the tome? there's four different suspects and you have to be like well who, who did it and if you pick one it'll be like you're deducing it was wrong it was just actually possibly these other group of people um, you end up finding out that the Grand Scholar the Headmaster I believe is what they call him he isn't the type of person who believes that knowledge should be shared with the world he sees it as ish, you should hold on to it because it's valuable, right? We can't share our knowledge with everyone else because it's what makes us worth anything. So that's kind of where you butt heads with him um, because Cyrus is the type of person who believes that knowledge is power, but you should share that power with people, right? Um, sure. It's very interesting, the the beginning of it. I don't want to spoil too much, like I said, because if you pick Cyrus, I want you to experience that for yourself. But I literally got to the point where they're like, the doors are open from the the starting city, go have an adventure. And at that point, from what I've read with the tutorial pop-ups is that I can go and try to recruit the other travelers now too. I don't know how many of them or how it's gated, like you know, if I get yeah. one, maybe I have to do a certain bit before I can get a third one. Um, but I'm loving it, really fun. I love that talking to each of the, like, citizens, whether they have anything interesting for you, can lead to hidden items. So for my ability to scrutinize, I talk to this random civilian, and if I scrutinize them, they might not have any valuable information, but I unlock a secret item kind of near them-ish, and it'll, it'll pop up with, like, a little blinking, like, blue light, and you go and investigate it. And there haven't been any crazy items, but it's been a couple of, like... Items that it could sell, right? So it's like old garbage or like this old coin or something. But also, so there's a like,
1: little side quest.
0: Exactly. It's not even a quest, really. Like, you talk to the person and then you. Mini quest. You unlock the location of the, yeah, the hidden item <sighs> and you just have to find it. And, um, like I said, some of them are just like these small garbs you can sell. Uh, some sell of the other boss. ones are um, HP potions or SP potions. SP is the magic in the game. Uh, the magic or however you want to look at it um, but yeah it's really cool for me uh, with Cyrus you start off with a flame spell an ice spell and then your normal staff spell right and you unlock um, JP which are basically your upgrade points and when you use those you can pick a certain ability so I had 35 and every time you spend to unlock an ability the next one is going to be more expensive than the the first one you purchase right because they don't want you to like just farm and then buy all of them. Um, So the first ability I purchased was actually a lightning spell and I had the choice of either going for that or the other ability I wanted to get was one that would automatically show me one of their weaknesses no matter what because enemies will have more than one weakness They usually have, like, a bar underneath that tells you how many different weaknesses. You just have to figure out what they are. And for me, I automatically get some of those unlocked because of his abilities. And uh, one of the abilities was to automatically unlock an additional one, as well as uh, do additional damage with your staff. Um, So I decided to go the elemental route, just because I like to have those elemental abilities off the bat, uh, based on the type of enemies I run into. Um, But yeah, the game's beautiful, as expected. The battle system's really cool. It, uh... It's partially turn-based, but it feels a lot like Child Light. So it's like they have like the okay. ticker on the top, but it's not active time. It still shows you as the turns pass by, so it's a little bit of a mixture of like traditional turn-based with a little bit of that Child Light active time turn-based. There's system.
1: so many different takes on that right now. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm loving it, though. Um, my The only complaint I've heard from people is that it gets a little bit grindy later on, but playing Pokemon... All of the years I have, I know about grindiness in RPG, so that doesn't bother me. I love the way battles look in this game, so like looking at them is not going to be an issue for me. Uh, a lot of the enemy designs are really cool, and the music, Jordan, is its Italian kiss. It's, it's really good. Um, that's
1: the spicy meat of all.
0: It's very authentic to what you'd expect from a game that looks like this. You know what I mean? So that's and what it, I was going
1: to say, is the grindy part just sounds like authentic as well. If you have a throwback JRPG and... What do you... You play all eight of these campaigns if you want. Is it yeah, you characters? can play all eight. <laughs> yeah. So, can, so yeah, of course they're going to have some grindy parts. So yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, other than that, the only thing I watched
0: of importance... I'm trying to think. If I've watched anything new... I'm excited for uh Mission Impossible um though I'm not a huge action movie guy I just like the Mission Impossible movies for some reason we'll get to that at the end of the show uh, oh the thing I did watch is Last Chance U I don't know if you've ever heard of it Jordan I know you're not a huge sports guy so I
1: doubt it um, I am aware of it
0: yeah so it's a series on Netflix that follows junior college a specific junior college uh and the premise of the show is that these top-ranked junior colleges are places where guys who went to a division 1 school and had issues of maybe um Failing their classes or having breaking a drug policy, or all these different issues. Maybe they had some like emotional issues and they couldn't really deal with the the system in place for the D1 college. Whatever it happens to be, um, they go to these junior colleges for a year or two years and try to redeem themselves, become better people, better students, better football players, and they try to get another D1 scholarship so they can pursue their NFL dreams. The problem with it is these JUCO colleges. The the first two seasons uh, followed Eastern Mississippi and uh, their coach. And the third season is a new coach at a new college in Independence, Kansas. So these very small towns. So you have the dynamic... Eastern
1: Mississippi.
0: You have these kids dealing with the dynamic of going to these big D1 universities. Like some of them are from like Florida State, right? It's like Tallahassee, Uh. a party place... Uh, being treated like stars and they go to these little rinky-dink towns in the middle of nowhere <laughs> we, and they have to deal with Eastern that. Eastern Mississippi Honey Badgers. The big thing is that these coaches are the loudest, most arrogant, obnoxious dudes you'll ever hear on a football field. Like, they're they're the type of coach, for me personally, I did play football in high school and stuff, are the type of coach I personally don't respond to. They're the ones that'll yell in your face and call you, call you words and stuff, but they're... They're kind of doing, like, a reverse psychology, sort of. That's not the type of, like,
1: oh, coach yeah.
0: I respond to. I respond more to the ones that are like, I not talk to you like a human being. I don't know. <laughs> but I find it very entertaining because of the human stories in it, right? The first two seasons, one of the side characters was uh, one of the counselors that worked at the school, that worked hand-in-hand with the football players, helping them come to terms with being away from their family, having them come to terms with, like, you need to pass your classes, Because a lot of these guys are from, like, inner city schools where they don't necessarily learn education properly. They come from families that, you know, there's a lot of drug and gang violence. And the counselor was very helpful. And uh, she was like a standout, right? Because she was there to try to help these kids. In the third season, it's not the counselor. It's a teacher. And she's a black woman. And her approach to it is teaching these – because a lot of them are black men, right? Teaching them that they have a lot more value to them than just football. And uh, it's, it's it's a very good show. I would recommend it to people who aren't even really interested in football.
1: Um, you're like, no, nah, fuck that. It's all
0: about the game. Let's go. Yeah. I just love that it balances. If you're into football, they show a lot of the games and they show a lot of that stuff. Um, but it's even with just like a human drama, human documentary. You know what I mean? Um, really yeah. good. I ran – you know, I've talked about how bad I am at watching things on this on this podcast numerous times. I ran sure. through those eight episodes like in a day and a half. Like, I just got yeah. hooked. Um, and it's because I, 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 love the game of football so much, and it's a series I've loved for so long. Um,
1: so I've been I'll meaning. Let to... no, I'll let Dom know next week. Yeah. Jared got fucked.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty much it for me. I, like I said, I didn't play a whole lot. I didn't watch a whole lot. Uh, I didn't read a whole lot either. There's a bunch of comics that came out that I haven't been able to catch up on. Oh. Uh, Infinity, what is it called? Um, it's called Infinity Something Number 1 dropped yesterday.
1: Yeah, uh, I, uh, Infinity Wars Prime.
0: Yeah, apparently there's a, something in there that you don't want to get spoiled for you. So I'm trying yeah. to get to that ASAP. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it for me. You haven't been on in two weeks. What have you been doing, Jordan?
1: Yeah, so as far as... Uh, I'll just bounce off of the Marvel stuff that you just mentioned. Um, I'm not really reading the stuff that's ending the old comics, I guess. I'm just uh, keeping caught up with fresh start right now and I'm not going to keep up with everything I'm just kind of reading the first couple issues see what sticks um, to
0: you that's how I'm managing yeah, it because yeah. I'm reading it and then I'm like what do I want to wait for the actual like pay- uh, like the trades to come out and then right. what am I going to stick with issue to issue and what am I just going to ditch completely Yeah.
1: I'm really liking Thor uh, the Avengers itself is great uh, Venom's really cool Mm-hmm. Some of the smaller stuff is, like, there's nothing bad, but some of it's just more, like, solid, uh, let's say Cloak and Dagger probably falls in that category, um, but yeah, there's some cool stuff in there for sure, and then, uh, kinda trying to get caught up with DC Rebirth, um, which is another thing, like you were just saying, you kinda have to figure out what's good for you with comics, um. Because I am happy with the current state of Rebirth and Fresh Start, where they're releasing a lot fewer comics, but, um, you know, the events is what gets you. And so, like, uh, Justice League vs. Suicide Squad, and then um, Teen Titans, the Lazarus contract. Um, I just started reading uh, Justice League vs. Suicide Squad, and I just finished uh, the Teen Titans stuff. Uh, with Deathstroke and all that. I'm really liking the Teen Titans book currently. I'm probably 15 or so issues in. Maybe 12. And then uh, the Titans itself, which is more college-age type uh, Nightwings team, is also really good. It's gotten better. (laughs) Yeah, which... Uh, we can, I'm, let's tangent on that real quick. Um, I think the, I'll talk about Young Justice, Young Justice in a minute, which I'm very excited for in DC's show. And on a cool.
0: positive note, <laughs> in terms of
1: Titans talk. Sure, but what about, uh, this Titan show, what do you think? I, so- we were talking about, uh, Starfire not looking good in the photos, I think she looks way better in what we saw.
0: The yeah, the funny thing is, so I'll give my I we, me, Dom and I talked about it last week, but Dom, I think Dom's out no matter what because Dom's t- totally he he checks out like two f- percent of superhero stuff, you know. Um,
1: Krypton is, I would say great. And yeah, so, I really um, want to watch I think Krypton. That's the last one uh, that's come out. So. Um,
0: so my impressions on the Titans trailer. I thought, going in, right, just going into the trailer, I was like, I'm probably not going to like the Starfire stuff, and the least of my issues with her outfit has nothing to do with the fact that she, or her look, is that she's black. That doesn't matter to me, whatever, she's an alien, she could be whatever color. It's like the the costume design, personally, that I'm not a huge fan of, I still don't like it, yeah. um, it just doesn't match I the think character. They still,
1: could have, like, they still could have made a diverse choice. And made her more like her comic character, you know? They could have made her, like, a. They could have gotten a Middle Eastern actress or something like that, and then it still would have, you know, filled their diversity quota. Yeah, I just... And it would have looked more like the character with the orange wig or whatever.
0: Yeah, just... It, th- that wig. part... Some people are begging on that. That is... I feel sorry for the actress, too, because she had to, like, shut down her Instagram because people are yeah. assholes. Like, that part doesn't bother me. She I has think no, she looks good.
1: I yeah. think the character looks good.
0: So, going, going into the trailer, I thought she was going to be my big issue with it. Oh, boy, no. howdy, was I wrong. Um, so, I'll, I'll just fuck go through Batman. it quickly, because I, I talked about it a little bit last week. One, so, I... So, wait,
1: did you get Fuck Batman spoiled for you?
0: No, 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 because I, I, I watched this spoiled. trailer, like, ASAP as soon as it dropped.
1: Nice. Yeah, so, going <laughs> I, I've into I've been tra- waiting for this show. I didn't think it was going to get made, and they, like, started getting back into it. Not that long ago, really, and so I'm glad to see it alive.
0: So this trailer starts, once again, I said this before when we saw the set photos, I hate Raven's wig, like I just don't like it, and I'm not a wig guy, like I'm not somebody who like, oh, that, I'm not Nick Scarpino, you know, I, I, Big Wig hasn't gotten a hold of me, like I'm not worried about Big Wig. Um,
1: You're not worried about them companies coming in, those corporations exactly. with their wigs. With their wig
0: agenda. No, but this one yeah. really looks bad to me, <laughs> honestly. Wig um the actress, too, is a perfect example of, like, she's doing, like, Kristen Stewart pouty sad, whereas, like, I, for me, Raven is more, like, Daria gothic sad and depressed, if that makes sense. I don't know if you're familiar with Daria, but, like,
1: Daria Ra- from
0: the cartoon Daria and stuff, but, like, Raven has I always,
1: have no idea what that is.
0: You don't know what Daria is. It was like, a very popular MTV cartoon in the 90s, alongside, like, Beavis <laughs> and Butthead and, uh. Nice. And uh, all that stuff for Stimpy and all that. Anyways, she to me, she's she's supposed to be more goth-sat into this. She's very much like Twilight Kristen Stewart upset, which bothers me. I think a lot gotcha. of the dialogue in
1: this is, like, extra cheesy. Like, ugh. Um, I mean, that's where we're at with live-action superhero shit. It sucks because uh, I'll get to this in just a second, but I've been watching more animated DC stuff. Which they are just so on point, with man. Yeah, but um, like I mean, there's, there's, they're not the best in the world, but they, most of the time, they're great movies.
0: And I think people who like the the Arrowverse shows, the CW shows, are okay with uh, it. For yeah. me, I haven't watched any of those shows. Uh, I've really no interest. I may I watched the first episode of Flash, I guess. But like, yeah. Daredevil season one and season two for uh, Marvel, uh, I for me didn't have any of this really. And this is obviously based on the trailer. Anyways, I want to get through this very quickly, like I said. So, Raven didn't like the wig. Don't like a lot of the dialogue in the trailer. I think Robin's costume is dope. Perfect to me. Okay. Love his costume. Um, okay. uh, I don't like the way they chose to portray Dick Grayson at all. Um, I know what they're doing. They're starting him as I'm Dick Grayson. I'm tired of Dick
1: Grayson, by the way. I'm tired of Dick Grayson. I'll get to
0: that. Here's the thing. is like For me, Dick Grayson is the teenage kid. And that's why I love him in Young Justice. And you'll get to Young Justice, obviously, in a bit. I love Dick Grayson as a teenager. They're doing the thing where, like, let's do old Robin. So at the end of the season, cliffhanger, spoiler alert, he's going to be Nightwing. Right?
1: I've that's, never liked... Honestly, never, that's where Dick Grayson should be because I'm about some Tim Drake.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing is that I hate that... The whole reason they made him Robin is so they can have the cliffhanger at the end of the season for him to be Nightwing and that bothers me. Like... Well, for so, me, for me, okay. if you Robin, no one over
1: the age of 18
0: should be in a Robin costume to me.
1: Like, that. No, just, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It needs to be Tim Drake, red Robin. You can be red Robin and be like 18 to 25. You know yes. I mean?
0: but I'm talking classic Robin suit. You can't be rocking that dude and be 18 plus to me. That suit reflects you learning from Batman and being his understudy and trying to figure stuff out. When you get to the point where you're like, fuck Batman, and you're wearing the Robin suit, the classic Robin suit... Well, that's
1: the whole story. That's the reason that he's, like, done with Batman.
0: Yeah, but I would... I just... For me, the character needs to be Nightwing then. If he's already at the breaking point where he's saying, fuck Batman, then have him be Nightwing. I just don't like it at all. Okay.
1: If we're just going in... I'm gonna go in on this real quick because I have other DC stuff that I actually like that I want to talk about, but... Type, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say is that I'm. I think that they're worried that the CG doesn't look good in this because how the hell are you gonna have Beast Boy not show a transformation? I think they're worried that the CG yeah. doesn't look dope, so they're they kind of pulled back. i need that to go back, trailer.
1: but I thought Starfire's looked fine to me, but that was yeah. the one that I thought looked good. It's easier to and do those, like I said. That's another thing of like the state we're in with these types of shows, you know.
0: Yeah, I just for me. I've never been a fan of, like, older, gritty Titans. I'm more... Like, I love Teen Titans, you know? So, like, this is just another... Like, this trailer reeked of let's go dark for dark's sake, not, oh, what well, we want, That's the, the thing, tone man. of the... Ugh. It's DC in a it's... nutshell. Okay,
1: so... The DC needs to do a better job of defining the whole Titan scenario. Because... And Young Justice suffers from this, because this I said this in our chat, this should just be a Teen Titan show. Um, so they have the two comics right now. And like I said, Titans is more college-age Nightwing-led. And the show Titans is closer to Teen Titans, actually. Because it's got Beast Boy and Raven and Starfire and Robin. All they're missing is... So,
0: uh, uh, what's his name? Cyborg.
1: Uh, Cyborg, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they should call this Teen Titans and... They could do their own little Arrowverse thing and then have Titans, which is once Robin becomes Nightwing, he hops over like Morgan in Walking Dead. But Exactly. DC just needs to do a better job defining Titans because, like I said, Young Justice should not be called Young Justice. It should, Even though that is a comic series, they in the show they just call it the team. It's like, no, the Justice League... So I'll bridge into Young Justice now. The Justice League is all up in that show. It's like, so the Justice League is teaming up with the team? I'm like, just call the Team Titans! You know? Yeah.
0: Um, and th- I think that's the thing, too. The reason I'm so upset by the Titans trailer is that I think it's partially because I don't have any interest in a lot of the live-action D- DC stuff in terms of the TV shows, because they just look very corny to me, if I'm being quite honest. Yeah, And sure. And this is like, let's go dark, but still keep all of the corn. Like, <laughs> And... I've, I'm yeah. coming off of the high of finishing the first season of Young Justice, you know what I mean? And though it's a right. cartoon, that that show deals with a lot of adult tones. Oh, and-
1: dude. Yeah, that's the thing is people disrespect anime, and I'm not about it because you can do... Obviously, the Japanese have shown it time and time again. Like, you can do so much with animation. And a big thing I realized uh, with both Young Justice and the movies that I was re-watching, which was... it's. They don't really have a name for it. It's like the Batman and Robin trilogy of animated DC movies. Yeah. Um, So it's Son of Batman, which introduces Damian Wayne. Um, And then um, Batman versus Robin, where obviously they're fighting and they also do the Court of Owls. And then there is Batman Bad Blood, where they introduce Batwoman. Um, K Kane, and they're such good movies, dude. And I watched them as basically like a mini series because um, the runtime between the three without watching the whole credits is, you know, just over, it's probably about three and a half hours. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. I'm really enjoying Young Justice Season 1, and I've realized that they're animated by Japanese and Korean people. And they're fucking anime. DC's been doing this with these animated films for years now. I mean, probably close to a decade at this point. Uh, probably seven plus years Where since the new 52 stuff. Where, uh, especially the fight scenes in, a, in the Batman movies, the hand-to-hand combat is so great because it's done by basically anime teams. And of course, it's like the whole Avatar, Last Airbender situation where it can't be called anime because it's i don't know yeah american properties or who knows you know written by americans or uh executive produced by americans but it's animated in the anime pretty much current anime style and um they're both really good i mean obviously i've talked a lot about the dc animated movies but um like you were saying young justice deals with a bunch of real shit um, it's really well animated. Uh, fight scenes are great. Action's great. I really dig the team. I was talking about the voice cast earlier with you. Uh, Nolan North as Superboy. Um, Jesse McCartney as Robin. Uh, Dick Grayson. See, this is weird, right? Because Wally West and Dick Grayson are like... Really kind of kids. Like 15-year-olds, I think they said.
0: Uh, Robin is 13 and... uh. Uh, Kid Flash is 15.
1: Yeah. And so, in the comics, those two same guys are in the Titans comic, and they're, you know, probably 23, 25-ish. So this kind of, like, goes... is pushing it back for me. It's weird. Because I'm used to Kid Flash, Wally West being black in the New Teen Titans with Damian Wayne. Uh, it's It's a fucking well that's not that's story. not
0: that's a different Wally West that's Wally West Jr
1: gotcha yeah yeah two different universes well it, he's it's just he, like let's I'm make it confusing that's all it is <laughs> yeah sure that's <laughs> definitely I'm getting into some comic book bullshit but it's just a different era than I'm used to dealing with I guess I don't know yeah but uh, Bruce Greenwood is also in the cast he's uh, an actor that I'm sure you know if you saw him He's in a bunch of different movies, and he does Batman. He's done Batman in some of the movies, and he's becoming one of my favorite uh, animated Batman. So, uh, really enjoying that. Isn't Aqualad voiced uh, by
0: the guy who does Samurai Jack, the former Mad TV guy? What's his name?
1: Aqualad is voiced by the dude who does Cyborg in Teen Titans, dude.
0: I thought he was voiced by... What's the name of the guy who does Samurai Jack? He's a very famous voice no, actor, no, black guy.
1: You're thinking of Phil Lamar? This guy yeah. is... I guess it's Kari Payton? This is also... Oh, that's uh, the guy from Walking Dead.
0: Uh, um, um, yeah. It's, uh, uh, Tiger Zika. dude.
1: Yeah, there you go. And, uh... He's great as Aqualad. He's been great as Cyborg forever. Um, I thought he was a solid Z-Kil. Uh, Hill. Spoilers, I guess. Um... Uh, Wait, he hasn't died in the show, has he? <laughs>
0: no, he hasn't, no. Spoilers for the comic, I guess. <laughs> Spoilers for
1: the comic, I guess. I, I knew um, how he passed away. I It's crazy, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't spoil it for you, at least. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm definitely into the DC shit right now. I'm into the comic shit, too. You know, just Marvel's, um, they don't have the animated shit for me to watch so that's why I've been watching so much DC but also it's time to catch up on Young Justice season 3 on this DC streaming service I'm sure it's going to be awesome Um, and it looks like this whole voice cast is doing their thing oh Black Canary is uh, Vanessa Marshall I think she's you know uh, General Syndulla on Star Wars Rebels she's uh, fucking Gamora on Guardians of the Galaxy animated series um, she's a great voice actress, so... Yeah. Um, Just, outside uh, of Young Justice.
0: Outside of, uh, that, did you play anything? Before we move on I to I have this?
1: not played much. Yeah, that's why I have spent most of my time talking about comics and animated shit, because uh, I really have not played much. If you want anything, to talk about,
0: you want to talk about something, though, that relates to what you've been playing?
1: Correct, yes. Um, not much, okay, not as much... Uh, what I've been playing but what I've been watching I mentioned the uh, I said I was going to do this part last because I was going to bridge into it and it didn't work (laughs) at all I was talking about the Batman and Robin trilogy of movies the animated ones yeah the the Damien Batman trilogy yeah the uh, Bad Blood the last one introduces uh, Batwoman Kate Kane and I was like holy shit so everyone wants uh, Rocksteady's next game to be Batman Beyond, which would be fucking dope, but what if it's a different black and red Bat Family Warrior, and uh, Rocksteady's next game is Bat Woman?
0: That'd be pretty dope, I mean, because like, the full female protagonist thing is really, um, I, I think it's doing well right now, and I think right. having a female-led, exactly. what was the last female-led superhero game?
1: Ooh, like, we're talking big one, we're talking, like, Spider-Man level.
0: Well, not even Spider-Man, but you can even name, Markham like, maybe, level. like, a double A, but what was the last female-led superhero game?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can, there's games where you can make one, you know, like uh, Saints Row. But you know what I'm talking fun. about. Yeah,
0: yeah, not bad yeah. though. I'm talking about, like, the you know the titular character. Shit. Maybe not even titular,
1: but, like, you know. Uh, well, well uh, I would count First Light. I would count First Light.
0: Yeah, the other one I would count is Control, partially. Way. The new game that's coming out from Remedy. Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think that's a cool idea. Um, it, it'd be very interesting. Part of me really doesn't think that they're doing a Batman game. And I know that sounds dumb because it's like, well, they do Batman yeah. great. I, and I don't know if it's Superman, because I could easily see them... That was their project that they were working on, then it got cancelled, right? I could easily see that happen, too. I um,
1: really think that's uh, WB Montreal. Yeah. I, it's, I'm convinced.
0: The, the one thing that bothered me is when we heard that it was possibly going to be a Damien Wayne game, and I'm like, ugh, out of the three... So if you pitched me Batwoman game, Batman Beyond game, Damien game, the one that I'd be least excited for is Damien, <laughs> you know? Nothing against the okay, character you know necessarily, about, but it's like... Uh,
1: do you know about, like, Apocalypse Damien? Uh, no, not familiar. So he turns into, like, the Punisher, Batman. Interesting. Still... Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. like Gotham's on fire type shit.
0: Yeah, but if you're, if you're telling me, give, give me Damien Wayne, even if that, though that sounds really cool, or Batman Beyond, come on now.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, it... If that's what we get, I could see it being totally awesome still.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying it would be bad. I think Rock City makes great games, but it's not personally what, like, I'd be like, hell yeah, but I would the Batman Beyond Rumor is pretty cool, you know? Um, also, question for you. I have a question for you, because you've played all of the Arkham games, obviously. Um, yes. Was at any point in any of them, could you don the animated series suit?
1: Oh my god, dude, they have so many suits. Yes.
0: Like the classic, like grey, you could don that one?
1: The gray and blue, oh yeah. Yeah. I cool. think. <clears throat> I would say I'm like ninety nine percent sure Arkham City. No, I I feel like I'm a hundred percent Arkham City and Arkham Knight on that, probably. Cool. Probably. <laughs> the Batman I know idea is interesting. there's Batman Beyond. I've played Batman Beyond and Arkham Knight.
0: I would love a Bat family sure. game. Like where you can you can take a
1: hold of So good. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I was just going to say the way I got uh, Batwoman was because they did the Batgirl DLC for Arkham Knight and it go it works, you know, I mean you can you know do a different red-headed female lead for a game and it man, be really fucking dope.
0: Batgirl I would be more into than Batwoman specifically for I like that character a little bit more and I love Babstar's interpretation of the character like I I just love the way she yeah. she draws her and I like the she's purple really suit cool. personally
1: she's really cool but for an action game I think Batwoman is actually cooler I think she's more of a badass
0: I guess I, I think it also comes down to the type of your core demographic right I think more mature audiences would probably dig Batwoman more but I think if you're skewing younger I think the the pop of like a Batgirl suit could could do a little bit different the purple yeah, yeah. Um, It's interesting, though. I like the idea. Um, That's something that nobody's presented before, and I think it's very viable with, like, Tomb Raider and all these games where it's like, no, you can have a strong female protagonist and it'll sell well. Like, I think if you announced a Batwoman game, I think people would be stoked, right? Um, But
1: tell me a little bit more about your Bat Family game, because that's what I'm really interested in. I would love that.
0: So the way I would pitch a Bat Family game is your core character is Batman. In order to sell a, a Batman game, you need to have Batman be the centralized character, at least the character you start the game with, right? So he doesn't need to be a character you control the entire time, but to get people in, you got to you got to so control Batman,
1: right? If we're doing this through Rocksteady, I guess it would be like a Batman Arkham game, and then you would play several characters. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's kind of what you do with the DLC, like Arkham City, you play. Robin? Voiced by Toy Baker?
0: I I guess I want it more interwoven into, like, the entire narrative from beginning to end as opposed to, like, add-on stuff. And I think you could easily do it in a way that, like, Batman gets... Obviously, it has to be very clever writing because Batman doesn't easily just get caught. But something happens to Batman. Maybe he doesn't even get caught. Maybe it's ambiguous. Like, you don't know what exactly happens to Batman, but he's gone, right? Like, you play the first two hours with Batman. Some shit goes down. Then you see the cutscene of the like the Bat Family meeting up and they're like, "Where's Bruce? What happened to Bruce?" It's like, and they're like freaking out because obviously, how does Batman just disappear? You know what I mean? Like, what right, happened? Right. And I think that's where so, it's kind of coming together and they're like, "Well, we got to figure this out." You have a different skill set than I do, and then that's where you start controlling them. I would even love the option of like, some some missions are set where like you have to be the specific person of the Bat Family, but other ones it's like depending on the skill set you like to play as who would you rather go as yeah exactly um so um have you played through Arkham Knight no I'm still like two hours in Mm, maybe more than that maybe like four
1: hours in so then you've had your first encounter with Nightwing uh yeah so basically if that was happening the whole game with different characters except uh Batman's not there
0: yeah, yeah, and maybe it doesn't even need to be, I mean, as, Blas- as Blasphemous as this is for, like, a Rock City game, maybe it doesn't necessarily even need to be, like, complete open world. Like, I'd be very interested to see if they did it in a more, like, Uncharted, Tomb Raider sense. Um, I would still more be down with open Raider. world, Uncharted
1: but. is just, the way they do their open areas is just garbage. You would not believe. Once you actually play this shit, you'll be like, <laughs> why does anyone call this an open area? It's like a PS2 type open area.
0: Yeah, I got you. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd just be really interested in that because you get the family dynamic, obviously. Um, I think playing through a Batman game without Batman uh, is really interesting. I would love if, like... So, like, two hours after Batman disappears, you control all these other characters, but there, there, there's moments where, like, Robin or somebody finds maybe a tape or something, and that's how you get to sections where you play as Batman. Or if it's, like you actually are, you view footage of previous encounters that you never played as in the Arkham series, but there are things that actually happened with Batman, maybe between games, right? And that's how you control Batman as well throughout the game, so you're not controlling him in active time, but you do get to have these flashbacks where you get to control Batman because you need to toe the line of introducing people to playing as new characters, but you still need to let them play as Batman here and there. You know what I mean? And I think clever right. spacing and game design can really help you with that. Um...
1: I, I, I would like to say that uh I can't remember the dude's name, but his interpretation of Scarecrow and Arkham Knight is just fucking fantastic. I think it's my favorite Scarecrow period.
0: uh question for you. Has anybody outside of like the Batman verse uh cameoed in a in an Arkham game? Hero wise. Like a hero. Like a, obviously a Superman like or a Shazam Superman. or like uh anything. Yeah.
1: Um
0: because obviously there's Catwoman, but that's Batverse. Like there's, I'm talking about Uncatwoman isn't here. There's no, there's no
1: Green Arrow.
0: Yeah. None of them.
1: All of Arkham. That's tough. I think it's all Bat stuff.
0: Because they've alluded to other heroes and like a bigger, like they've said stuff like a Metropolis paper and stuff, there's right? Like,
1: yeah, there's like a Lex Luthor voicemail in Arkham Knight.
0: Yeah. Um I would man, if they did like a Teen Titans game or a Young Justice game, that'd be dope too. Um obviously it wouldn't be Young Justice cuz that's not a brand that's like super well known. It would be it'd be Teen Titans if anything. Uh,
1: Teen Titans video game. Okay. Can we do a lineup?
0: Okay. Okay, so for <laughs> Are we doing a draft or you just say like your your dream lineup?
1: Dream lineup, and I think we should also do our Bat Family game lineup.
0: Okay, so let's let's do the Bat Family thing real quick. We're running long, and I want to get to the news story, so let's do Bat, Batman lineup first. Let's do four or five. What do you want to do the cutoff at? Number of...
1: Five. Five. Okay, so mine... Well, okay, you got Batman as one, and then four others. Okay, Okay, so Batman,
0: uh, Batgirl for me, uh, I would do Nightwing, Tim Drake... And
1: Batwoman Nightwing doesn't hang with Batman all that much.
0: Yeah, but it's it's Bat family, so I think that would be an interesting piece in the story too. Is that he's not one of the, the other three would be the ones like consulting, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with Batman, and you would actually run into Nightwing and be like, "Hey, dude, Bruce Wayne's missing," and he's like, "Who cares?" And that's kind of like the story arc there of him. Like he starts off as like I don't care what's happening with Bruce, whatever. And then Gosh, as yeah. the story unfolds, it's like, oh, you know, he kind has to kind of give a shit depending on what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be Bruce, obviously, Nightwing, Tim, Drake, Robin. Because uh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Damien. I'd rather go Tim over Damien. Uh, Batwoman and Batgirl. I would like to have both
1: um, just because... Damn. Yeah. That'd be so, mine. So I'm all about uh, Damien now. He's really grown on me, and his Robin suit is the best Robin suit, bar none, all day with the fucking cape and the hood it's cool as shit and especially with him coming from assassin roots and it's more tactical uh the stuff you know the actual stuff on his body like his boots and his gloves oh it's so fucking great so uh Damian Wayne's actually uh my dude and uh hasn't always been that way but he'd definitely be in my Bat Family game so you got Batman Damian uh, Robin, and then I would probably go, I would definitely go Batwoman, and then, uh, I was debating Red Hood too, man, I really like Red Hood. See, that's the thing, is like, I get sad when Jason Todd's all angry, which (laughs) is always, Yeah. but just sometimes he teams up, so it's like, let's do a storyline where Red Hood's finally playing cool you know and so Red Hood's fucking awesome so if it was Red Hood and Damien Robin and uh, Batwoman obviously Batwoman yeah and then probably someone a little more obscure because like in the detec- Detective Comics it's a team series right now mostly Bat Family there's Batwoman uh, there's uh, Tim Drake kind of doing the Robin thing you weren't liking where he's like a adult Robin yeah. Um, which is like, just be red, Robin. Um, and then there's Spoiler, who's like his girlfriend. And there's uh, Orphan, who um, is kind of like a Black Widow situation. Okay. And then there's Clayface. Uh, so I might choose, like, Orphan. Spoiler's not quite there for me. Orphan's really cool, but she's pretty obscure, so. Um I uh, I guess she's like technically in the comic she's Bat Family. I'm not going into the whole backstory, but um uh the two girls situation, I like the whole Batgirl situation, but I also like uh Batgirl solo. Yeah. So um I'd be down with like a Tim Drake Red Robin situation. Oh, but that's three Robins. Ah. Oh, okay. I'm throwing Luke Fox in there. Hell yeah. And I'm going with Batwing, which is, like, basically the Iron Bat. Um, he's also Detective Comics, so, yeah.
0: So, Titans team, we'll do six. Let's go a little quick so we can get to the Microsoft
1: story. Yeah, I went way deep on that one, so. <laughs> it's fine. this so, is easy. I'll
0: give my six. So, uh, the first are easy. Uh... Robin, uh, uh, Dick Grayson Robin from Young Justice, Wally West, Superboy, those are my first three. Um, okay. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, are you doing Connor Kent or Jonathan Kent?
0: Connor Kent. I really love the interpretation of Superboy in Young Justice. Uh, for sure. Miss Martian, so that's four from Young Justice. Uh, uh- She's great. Yeah, Hello, Raven- Hello,
1: Megan! Hello,
0: Megan. Raven for me. Um, I really like Raven a lot. Nice. And the sixth position is hard for me, so I'm going to do a 50-50 split. Season one is one of them, and season two gets replaced by the other one. Um, I'll say season one is Beast Boy, and then he gets replaced by Blue Beetle. Um, Blue fucking Beetle, man. I'm about it. Jaime Reyes is like... I have this whole thing of like... DC needs to make a Blue Beetle movie because he's essentially DC Spider-Man. Like, I have a whole thing I can go into for yeah. for hours he's, and hours about the it. the
1: Iron Spider.
0: Uh, well, and just his as a character, right? The kid learning to come into his own. I think that yeah. it, he brings the levity that the DC Universe desperately needs. That's why I love the Shazam trailer. I don't want to get into attention about that. But yeah, those are my six. Shazam was cool. So, uh, what was it? It was uh, Dick Grayson, Kid Flash, Superboy... Um, Megan, Miss Martian, uh, Raven, and
1: Beast Boy slash Blue Beetle. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the new team because in the Teen Titans animated series, they're never clear about who it is. It's probably Dick Grayson, but once again, I'd like it to be Tim Drake because I'd like to imagine that there's a Nightwing in the Teen Titans animated series universe.
0: Yeah. Um, That's why I love that Young Justice is like, oh, it's a Dick Grayson.
1: You know, like but then there's clarity. no Nightwing. You know, it's like we can have our Robins and our Nightwings too. You know,
0: uh, oh, I could desperately say something, but I don't want to say anything. <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna go with a New Age uh, Teen Titans. Okay. Because right now you got Damian Wayne running the Teen Titans as Robin. I'm loving it. I'm down with it. And man, I'm gonna throw Superboy in there Jonathan Kent Son of Lois and Clark The true son and The true <laughs> son And he has such a cool suit He's only 10 years old So we're probably waiting to have him in the comics for a while But You're also um, going real like... young
0: Off to of your top yeah, two picks definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely Yes uh, But Jonathan kind of like fucks with the Titans sometimes The Teen Titans I should say and uh like i said i like his suit it's like a a hoodie that has a cape that has the s yeah on the chest so it's so fucking cool so and then he just wears jeans and cool shoes so that's too um, down for more Kent. and uh okay so yeah we got younger kids so then i'm going to do kind of the thing that they have in the new 52 universe which is where or this animated universe I've been watching which is Starfire is kind of older she's getting Nightwing so and I'm gonna put Starfire in fucking charge and Damien's gonna throw a fit that'll be part of the (laughs) storyline all that bullshit Uh, but Starfire is awesome and she's gonna be in charge um oh I have a tangent but I'm gonna keep going it's so great I'll talk about it at the end uh but yeah Starfire and then um I'm not going to put Cyborg in here. I'm going to say Beast Boy, but I will say that Cyborg is uh, way better when he's doing Teen Titans stuff. I think he's just not great in Justice League. I'm not the movie Justice League, the comic Justice League. I'm just not great about it.
0: I've never liked the character, Uh, which is funny because, like, on paper, I should love him, like a former football star, you know what I mean, turned, like, Cyborg. I just never liked the
1: character personally. I do like him in Teen Titans, though. Dude, he just needs to stay a Titan and or a Teen Titan at least, and then, uh, cause he's he's got to be like forever a teenager, right? Cause he's got so much of his body lost. Yeah. How does that work? Who knows? I, I don't know. know. You have he's, two more slots. Like you don't have a
0: single person from Young Justice, and that breaks my heart.
1: From Young Justice. You don't have uh, to. I'm
0: not. I'm not trying to push you into a corner. I'm just saying you have four out of the six, and it's surprising to me that you don't breaks have. Breaks your heart.
1: Races. I have. I have versions of those characters. I have Robin and Superboy.
0: Exactly, but they're not uh, the Young Justice, you know, guys.
1: Okay, so um, I also don't want to do Artemis. I do. I want to do. Well, no, Arsenal. He calls himself Red Arrow, right? In Young yeah. Justice season one. Yes, dude, he's on the fucking team. And he technically joins Uh, the team,
0: uh, so,
1: yeah. Spoilers, bro. Uh... Oh, my bad, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's cool. He's all punky, but he wouldn't be like that in the game. And he would be going as uh, probably Arsenal, because I think that's his proper name, even though it should be Red Arrow. But really, I think his, his name's Arsenal. I wish... He looks terrible in the Titans comic right now. He looks like an Under Armour commercial, and it <laughs> sucks. Uh, but he looks pretty straight in uh, Young Justice, so...
0: And your last He's member, who is making on the, the cut?
1: Team. So, um, dude, I think I'm going to go with Raven. She's oh, a yeah. classic Team Titans uh, member, and she's like... Uh, I guess I could look up what's happening with her and like the whole DCU uh, rebirth comic situation, uh, but I know she's not really involved. She's had her own like mini series, but they're totally outside of the continuity. And so I'm thinking that um, she's definitely in need of you know some attention and some um, gameplay or whatever because Raven's fucking awesome.
0: Well, and for me, the reason I chose Miss Martian and Raven is because I think you needed to have that balance, and, like, I think yeah. Raven totally pulls in one direction, where Miss Martian definitely pulls in another. It's the same reason Miss I...
1: Martian and Starfire are actually really fucking similar.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm more of a fan, personally, of Miss Martian, but I did love Starfire watching Teen Titans. It could just be that, like, I've most recently watched Young Justice, so I, I'm, I
1: really love Miss Martian, but... Um, So, I'm just going to say it. I read Kingdom Come, and I really like Nightfire, which is in their universe. Dick Grayson and Starfire's son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's really fucking cool. Actually, um, she could be on a team if it wasn't, if it was like a Justice League 3000 situation. That'd be dope.
0: So those are our lists, our rosters for our Bat Family and our Teen Titans games. Um,
1: let's hop awesome. into the news. Give we're, it we're, to f- us.
0: we're like 50 minutes into getting to the only news story. It's fine. It was a slow news week, but it's a very interesting story. A kind of uh, sucks that Dom isn't here, but whatever. So, by Brad Sam's over at um, they're a website known for for getting rumors and and speculation about Microsoft and Xbox right a lot of the time. So people are taking this with more than a grain of salt. Um, he basically broke that Xbox uh, Scarlet, the, the, the new device, the new piece of hardware that's being developed that Phil Spencer talked about at E3, is actually two separate pieces of hardware. Uh, one of them will be the traditional console we've come to expect. Underline that, cool, right? You're getting the Xbox you want. The next Xbox you want, the traditional one, boom, it's actually being made. Don't worry about it. But there's actually going to be a second piece of hardware where things get really intriguing. It's said to be a streaming device that is meant to work hand-in-hand with the company's upcoming streaming platform. That streaming platform is Scarlet Cloud. Uh, That's the codename. It's uh, a streaming service that's intrigued people since 2013 when it was shown off at an all-employee meeting. So this is something that's been in the works for a long
1: time. This is some real-ass shit right now.
0: Yeah. Um, So the streaming console is also said (laughs) to be a uh, lower-powered... But apparently, Microsoft feels they've figured out how to handle latency. The console would have some local computing for handling specific tasks such as controller input, image processing, and collision detection. Uh, The second console that the company is working on is a lower powered device that is currently planned to ship with the next generation device that is designed for game streaming, so alongside it. Um, But the catch here is that Microsoft thinks that it has figured out how to handle the latency I guess I wrote that twice. Sorry about that. Um, Hold on, though. Can we talk about how they're going to handle, like, 4K situations? I don't think this game will... I don't think the streaming thing will do 4K.
1: Right. Yeah. But then your underpowered version is... How are they going to handle 4K?
0: No, no, no. I think the... I think the traditional console will do 4K. I don't think the streaming one will do 4K, is what I'm saying. We'll get into that in the discussion. So it'll be,
1: like, the traditional one will be, like, better than 1X...
0: Who knows I will get into that conversation let me finish up here real quick so the um the portion of the game that runs locally some have referred to as a slice or splice means that the game is running in two locations at the same time and utilizes Microsoft's cloud Ooh. to stitch it all together uh, the benefit here is that Microsoft's cloud platform reaches around the globe with data centers in every major market this makes streaming the game platform available glo- globally but this also likely means that it can run on any type of device. Of course, Microsoft would love you to buy their hardware, but the company's end goal is that you can access Xbox from any device anywhere, and Scarlet Cloud is looking to deliver on this idea. So, the thing is is that for traditional gamers, you're getting the console you want, great. That's what you need to hear, right? The people who don't want to deal with streaming, I think that is a great place to start because you have the box you want. You don't have to deal with any of this. Now, the people who are more intrigued about this idea, I think it's great. Uh, We can get into it. I think... The idea of a stream-only console is great for a number of factors. One, if you're a PlayStation 4-only person, this is a very cheap way to get into the Xbox ecosystem. Very cheap, right? So instead of buying, it obviously depends on what you want out of your video games, but if you buy a PS5 at launch and you still want to get into the Xbox ecosystem, you don't have to spend another $400. You could potentially spend between $100 and $200 depending on where this drops. Um, or nothing at all if it launches as a service as well on your PC. Um, I do think this is an interesting idea. I do think the way they're going to pitch this is that when we do get this reveal event before E3, because they don't reveal consoles at E3, they reveal them beforehand, usually a month or two, a couple of months, depends. Um, I, do th- I do think they're going to lead with the traditional console. I think it's going to going to be about what you can expect from the Xbox you were expecting, right? What are the new things? What is the price point? What are you getting out of this? What's different? I think they're going to handle that. What to of expect
1: that. when you're expecting
0: Exactly. And I do think after that, they're going to be like, for those of you who are maybe looking for a different experience, uh, a more affordable experience, because I would never say cheaper on stage, a more affordable solution... uh, For
1: all the peasants in the crowd. We're
0: handling the streaming service, and then they'll go into that. And I would really be surprised if they spend a whole lot of time at E3 on the streaming version. I do think that's going to be the one that they pitch at the... The reveal event more, and when it comes to E3, they're gonna tout the traditional one and mention the streaming one. But I do think the traditional one will get the majority of the limelight. I do think this is basically Xbox being like, "Here's what you guys want. Here's something we're trying alongside of it." You know, what's the latency stuff is really interesting. Like, what do you, what are your thoughts on this rumor? Also, it's rumored that they're both coming on 2020. That's an additional point that I didn't.
1: Uh, put out there. Word. Yeah. Um. Probably spring 2020. That makes some sense. Uh. So. I gotta say latency. I think will be ironed out. Like I said before the show. I think. Uh. I played all the way through God of War Ascension and did not have that many issues. I mean, it really was not that bad. And I think a lot of people are playing on an internet connection like me that is just you know really solid. They live in a populated area. Sure, there's rural areas where it's tough to game, but if you're playing in a place like that, just don't stream games. I think that's very obvious, you know? So, other than that, I would also say, um, I don't know. This, it definitely sounds real, but it's like this whole, it feels like we're about to jump into a generation of, uh, you know, consoles that are streaming boxes, and uh, I want them to have a little bit of computing power like they do, but what I'm not hearing, and you know I'm all about this, Jared, I want them to be modular.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing is that we also heard back in 2013 that um, there was going to be something like this launching alongside the Xbox One, and that never happened. Just because these consoles are in development doesn't mean that it'll see the light of day. This could be something that's just a prototype. It could be as they come closer to wanting to release, maybe they just stick with the traditional one and we don't see this at launch, right? To assume that this is gonna launch alongside it could happen, but that doesn't necessarily mean it will happen, you know? Who's to say? Um, but yeah, the, the idea of modular consoles is interesting. I don't know, I think uh, 2020 release date makes complete sense. I do think the Xbox, the next Xbox, will release uh, before the PlayStation 5. For me, it's a lot easier seeing the next Xbox launch in 2020, whereas with the PlayStation, that becomes a lot harder considering all of the games that have been said to be PS4 games that have no release date in sight. So it's like, for me, a 2020... To tell me that, let's say, Last of Us Part 2 launches in spring of 2020 and then the PS5 launches that fall... It's kind of weird to me. It could happen, but um, I don't know. It's
1: yeah.
0: it's interesting. I, I could definitely see Xbox having a year uh, ahead of them in terms of release. The other part is going to be like, because the Xbox One X is so powerful, um, I don't think we'll see necessarily a huge jump in terms of raw power. I think, for what I assume, when we get the next Xboxes uh, and the next PlayStation, is I think they're looking at... Stability, right? So I don't think we need to necessarily pump up the graphics anymore or anything like that. Once you pump hit four K, I think their focus is hitting sixty locked. Um, though that's not a huge thing for me. I want to see
1: sixty would be great.
0: I want to see uh, jumps in artificial intelligence and a lot of other aspects of gaming. I'm not the graphics guy. Like lock sixty, honestly, is a no a no news announcement for me personally. Like, that's just something I don't care about. Obviously, I would, I'll would i appreciate the benefits, but somebody goes on yeah, stage and... <sighs> the difference to me I between 4K30 like be and 4K60 means nothing to me,
1: if I'm being quite honest. I would just... I would really like it to start being the standard with this next generation, is all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's everyone has their own taste and what they want out of things. Like, for me, like I said, 4K30 and 4K60 be... does nothing for me. I just really don't Sure,
1: plan. I'm not saying it should be the, the main feature of this next-gen, but I would really like it if it were the standard. Yeah. Like, you know how we got to HD, and now we've gotten to HD, uh, full HD, 1080p, 30 frames, and then now we're getting 4K games. It's like, if we could just get up there to 4K, 60 for the next-gen, that would be super solid.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just, I personally want improvements elsewhere, um, oh, me too. Me too. I think that's the, the most sellable upgrade, though. Is saying that. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting in terms of price point and when the ships um, modular would be very interesting. I do think, as cool of an idea as that is, I do think we still are maybe a little too uh, early on that in terms of the people who buy consoles. I think if you're looking at a PC audience, I think they'd be a lot more comfortable with it. I think the general console user, I think, would still be confused no matter how easy you made it. Unfortunately um it's yeah. the the tough thing um is that like with with 4k 60 um I just don't know i I understand there's an audience that really wants that I just don't I don't want that to be the feature that they focus on entirely you know like if that's announced I hope it's alongside other vast improvements I don't want the crux of it being, 4K60 locked, and that's the selling point for both consoles, and that's, like, what they stick to. It's like, cool, what else? You know what I mean? For me, it'd be a letdown, because I'm like, I don't care, (laughs) you know? It just doesn't doesn't do anything for me. Um, Yeah, I think, I don't know, do you have anything else to say about the Scarlet rumor? I think, obviously, there's not a whole lot to go off of. The streaming thing is interesting, but we'll see if it actually comes to fruition. I think in the coming months, we'll probably hear more.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, Sounds about right to me. Especially with that meeting. That's what got me. Yeah. The meeting from, like, 2013 about the streaming service.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I Satya Nadella from Microsoft saying that they've posted... Xbox has posted $10 billion in, in, in earnings for the first time ever. And people like to sit here and say, Oh, they're losing the console war. They're, they're, Microsoft's going to sell Xbox. <laughs> they yeah. just posted $10 yeah. million in profits. Um in terms of what we're going to be... Just Xbox
1: specifically did?
0: Yeah. Xbox, the Xbox division. Oh, Microsoft cool. made way more than $10 billion.
1: That's like... For sure. That's like some change. Because, like, uh, Phil Spencer's head of gaming, right?
0: He's head of gaming at Microsoft, but he still is head of Xbox as well, if that makes sense. it's gotcha. So, like, he handles, like, their AR and VR stuff for Microsoft, but he is still the head of Noise. Xbox. Um... In terms of what we're going to be playing, diving back into Octopath Traveler, I purchased Mega Man X Collection as well on the Switch, so I'll be diving into that as well. Um, what else? Uh, Mission Impossible comes out this weekend, gonna probably be starting Young Justice Season 2, uh, and I'm debating whether or not I want to, uh, what is it, I'm either debating starting up Godless, or something, I can not remember the other series, um... Start, start watching. I, I don't, what was it? Can't remember the other series, but it's either Godless, which is like the Western series on Netflix, uh, or right. something else. Um,
1: Have you seen Ozark?
0: No, uh, Ozark is on that list too of things I, I want to try to get to. Uh,
1: Godless is all right. I I think it's one of those ones that you should honestly skip. There's even better Western series out there. Um, just because you're not watching enough tv series for that series to matter to you does that make sense like that's my thing with ozark though is
0: like i'm not like i didn't like breaking bad and i know it's different
1: but i think this yeah i think this will work for you and that's a series that you really want to see like godless is okay if you're someone who's like super into fucking tv it'd be cool if you'd seen that but like i think you should definitely go with ozark
0: my other thing with godless is it was produced in santa fe new mexico which is, that's like, cool. an hour from me, so it's, like, that's pretty interesting. I do like now, the cast, too. Now, what you should so. watch,
1: which was also produced, I think it's Santa Fe, uh, is the new Coen Brothers Netflix series. I can't remember what it's called.
0: Uh, their new... That would be worth your time. I don't think that's come out yet. Has it? No, 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 whenever it comes out. It's not a series anymore. It turned into a movie. Jeez. Ballad of Buster Scruggs these, or whatever?
1: I think that's what it is. There's too many of these Netflix movies. There's too much Netflix shit, but I would say go with Ozark. You know? I don't
0: think there's too much. It's pick and choose. It's just like cable. True, pick what you want to watch. Like,
1: there's a lot of Netflix movies. There's a lot of Netflix movies. There's out.
0: a lot of shows too, man. There's some real clunkers in there in terms of original series yeah. for Netflix as well. Yeah. Um, you
1: just need to, to cut those episode numbers down.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, last la- last chance used only eight episodes, so it's like right there. That's
1: Perfect. what I'm talking about. Yeah, Godless I think is seven, so that's cool. Yeah, Ozark is pretty short; it's not more than. Are episodes.
0: all the Marvel series need to be cut down by like two episodes? Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, they need to be at eight or ten, and Defenders at eight was a lot better.
0: Also, we need Vincent D'Onofrio on the MCU. Like, I love him in the Daredevil seasons. Like,
1: and he's yeah, actually an actor. This that can... bullshit, dude. <laughs> hey, fuck this whole MCU. Divide. I'm not about it. But the thing is,
0: is he's one of the few actors. Like no shots at anybody else in the in the Marvel Netflix series. Jared. He's an actor that has been in Hollywood productions. Like he can make that jump. You know what I mean?
1: Hashtag MCU apartheid is what this is.
0: <laughs> like I would love it's to see bullshit. Vincent D'Onofrio acting across from like a young Tom Holland that'd be so dope
1: Hollywood actors fucking Sigourney Weavers and the Defenders there's all kinds of actors that should be on the big screen in the MCU fuck this bullshit dude Daredevil (laughs) not in Infinity War Uh, sucks I don't think yeah hearing from
0: that actor though I don't think he's like I don't think he's the type of person that would want to commit to like long contracts and stuff you know Charlie Cox He's the way he's, he's spoken about stuff. He just doesn't it seem like a that while type of dude. Now?
1: It's been how many years has it been since Daredevil season one? Now he's done. Well, it's two been like of that show.
0: it's been three years since seasons two, right?
1: Or two years since season two. Yeah. No, it's been two seasons of Daredevil and, and defenders. defenders. So, like, he's basically done three seasons now, and it's been way more than three years. So. Uh, probably about five or six. now Let's get so. Andrew
0: Lincoln in something, considering they want to just k- kick him off Walking Dead, dude. I like Andrew Lincoln a lot. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, I'm all about that. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I've been going to be playing, and uh, comics and stuff too. I don't want to go too long because we're running late. What about you, Jern?
1: So um, definitely continuing Young Justice. Uh, I shouted out Kingdom Come earlier, Jared. I really enjoyed that comic. I oh, um, love it so much. I read it this year too, man. It's so good. It's really... The art style is fucking cool. I think Alex Ross, if I'm correct... Yeah. Is the guy's name. And I'm getting into his stuff. My desktop background is uh, basically the Avengers. Uh, with that same art style from Kingdom Come. Uh, like old school, Black Panther, Hawkeye, Cap. Namor? Uh, Iron Man. No, it's Thor. And... Um, Vision uh, and uh, Wasp and Scarlet Witch Hell yeah But I love Kingdom Come Yeah
0: Uh, Is it okay Do you want me to close out the show
1: Hold on one sec Okay sorry I had to step away from my microphone Um, so yeah I'm really I really enjoyed Kingdom Come that art art style is fucking awesome Um, and I'll also be besides Young Justice um, I've also been watching Justice League um, the animated series of course and uh, going back and forth between those two is awesome Young Justice has so much Justice League in it haven't you noticed that yeah, like there's a lot the of Justice Batman. Is all yeah. up in there. Yeah, so um, really enjoying jumping back and forth between those two, and I might even start doing the same with Teen Titans because uh, that's a good thing to talk about. I'll probably be going to see Teen Titans Go this weekend. Um, Me too. That movie looks I fun. Don't...
0: Screw people who are like super yeah.
1: salty about it. I think okay, it looks fun. Okay, so several reasons I'm going to go see that movie. One. Uh, I'm all about the Teen Titans, as we've clearly covered this episode. Uh, two, I'm not a hater of Go, Teen Titans Go. And, yes, uh, what's her name? Starfire. Um, oh, I should know her name. She does a lot of voices. She does Harley Quinn. You know what I'm talking about? Tara um, Strong? No, that's not it. Yeah, Tara Strong. Okay, yeah, Tara yeah. Strong said that if a bunch of people go see Teen Titans Go, they'll bring back the original Teen Titans series. Which, I think, is a total reality situation. Like, we need to bring back the original Teen Titans series. Um, So that's another reason I'm going to see this movie. To be quite honest, like,
0: screw Young Justice getting canceled after two seasons, man. Screw that.
1: Hey, that—that's what I'm saying. It's being brought back, dude. (laughs) We're getting season three this fall. So, I'm all about uh, OG Teen Titans coming back, and so that's part of the reason I'm going to see that movie. But it just, yeah, like you said, it's. I'm hearing good things. Like the trailers it, have Titan, been genuinely you know, funny. I hate that
0: shit. Like, people like to hate on it. It ain't some Big Bang Theory bullshit. Like, the trailers for Teen <laughs> Titans Go to the Movies is actually really interesting and really funny. So, yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm with you I on feel that. You. Um, yeah. That's been it for episode 104 of the Controlled Interest Gamecast. If you can, please subscribe to us on YouTube. It definitely helps. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Int, that's Controlled Interest abbreviated, you can follow Jordan at Mellomodus. I am at Jared underscore because I still can't get my name because people don't use their Twitter for three years and they don't get oh no. you know oh removed no. and I can't get it so I'm just stuck here with an underscore like a pleb um, you can follow Dom who's not with us at Dom's Oreos um, yeah leave us a review on iTunes, it definitely helps the show grow next week we should have everybody back um, we might even have a guest uh, depending on who I can wrangle up um, maybe somebody from OK Beast or something like that. Uh, yeah, but we'll catch nice. you guys next week in episode 105. Bye.